Welcome to Coffee 82, a podcast about left-of-center politics and some Christianity. So, some people still don't really know, or I guess understand, what Donald Trump was charged with in Georgia. They seem to think that he was charged with lying uh, to, you know, by saying the election was stolen and, and they're, they're trying to charge him with, with lying. But they specifically, and even if you read the indictment in um, Jack Smith's federal case and even um, District Attorney uh, Fannie Willis's claim, uh, indictment in Georgia, Fulton County, they make a specific um, effort to explain that he is not being charged simply for lying. Therefore, it kind of invalidates their First Amendment uh, argument that what he was saying was protected under the First Amendment. That's not what he was charged with. And if you read, there's an article in um, The Guardian. says, what is Trump charged with in Georgia and what is the case about? says, Donald Trump and his allies made an aggressive push to invalidate the election results in Georgia as part of an effort to overturn the results. It goes on, Donald Trump has been criminally charged by Fulton County District Attorney for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia. Prosecutors brought numerous counts against Trump and his associates, including forgery, racketeering, and soliciting a public official to violate their oath of office. Okay, I'm going to pause right there. That is when Trump called, well, he called multiple uh, attorneys general. But in this case, he contacted Secretary um, Raffensperger in Georgia. And there's a call that's recorded that's played. I mean, you can find it online. Um, When he asked him to find... 11,700 and some odd votes. So, which does two things. First of all, it makes the prosecution's case the fact that he asked them to do this. Secondly, it shows that he knew he lost because there would be no reason to find votes if you already had them. That, That wouldn't make sense. They did a hand recount, and two other recounts in Georgia. And Trump still lost. But he continued to go out there and tell these people that he won the election and that they had evidence and that there was ballot harvesting and that, you know, this woman named um, Miss Ruby and uh, Miss Moss were stuffing ballots and had a a thumb drive and you know all of these outlandish allegations against first of all specifically these two poll workers and they were relentlessly harassed by uh, Trump's supporters and even won a lawsuit against uh, former mayor former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani for these um, lies that he, you know, defamation is essentially what it was. 
was, you know, completely ruining these women's lives who, you know, and they, these women were black and he and Trump were using this language, um, these stereotypes about crack and about, um, cocaine and, you know, these kind of this verbiage that they would never use about white people. And again, these people did nothing wrong. And so they won a lawsuit um, against Giuliani, wherein he stated that what he said were not material facts, meaning he lied. And so it goes on to say, this is continuing, the charges against Mark Meadows, which is Trump's former chief of, chief of staff, Mark, the second time uh, Trump has been indicted in connection to his uh, push to overturn the will of the American voters after losing to Joe Biden in 2020. Unlike the federal charges filed by Jack Smith, the special counsel for the Justice Department, the Fulton County case will proceed in state court. That means that Trump would have less capacity to interfere with the case if he is elected president next year. And he could not pardon himself because you cannot pardon state crimes. You can only pardon federal crimes for president. Trump is essentially accused of leading an organized crime racket in Georgia via the varied efforts of a web of people collectively to achieve the overturning of his election laws. Because remember, there were lawyers that were in on this. There were all these people who, there was 19 people, I believe, arrested in this RICO case, which is organized crime, or usually um, what they usually use to prosecute organized crime. And um, it says in the indictment by the state of Georgia, the state wrote Trump and the other defendants in this indictment refused to accept that Trump lost. They, um, they knowingly and willfully joined a conspiracy to unlawfully change the outcome of the election in favor of Trump. That conspiracy contained a common plan and purpose to commit two or more acts of racketeering activity. The group, the state charge charges constituted a criminal organization whose members and associates engaged in various related criminal activities, including but not limited to false statements and writings. So in other words, um, forge, forging documents impersonating a public officer, forgery, filing false documents, influencing a witness, computer theft, computer trespass, computer invasion of privacy, conspiracy to defraud the state, acts involving theft and perjury. Trump waived his right to appear in court for a formal arraignment on the charges, pleading not guilty on October 31st. 
Now, what is the case about? Continuing, Donald Trump lost Georgia to Joe Biden in November 2020 presidential election. After the election, Trump and his allies made a push to invalidate the election results in Georgia as part of an effort to overturn his election national nationally. On January 2nd, 2021, Trump called Brad Raffensperger, the Republican who serves as Georgia's top election official, and asked him to overturn the election. Quoting Trump, all I want to do is this. I just want to find the 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have because we won the state, Trump said to Brad Raffensperger. Raffensperger refused, which is a good thing for him. The call going on, the call came as Trump and his allies, including Rudy Giuliani, were spreading outlandish lies about the election in Georgia in order to see doubt about the election and the results. Most notably, Giuliani amplified misleading uh, surveillance video from State Farm Arena. They claimed to show election workers talking about ballots or taking ballots out from under the table and counting them after observers left for the evening. The claim was false. Counting had not stopped for the evening when the ballots were tallied. Just as he did in other swing states, Trump convened a state of fake electors. The group of 16 people met discreetly in Georgia, in Georgia capital in um, December of 2020, and signed a certificate affirming Trump's purported victory that was sent to the National Archives. Some involved in the scheme have said they merely believed they were preserving Trump's options amid pending litigation, which is a freaking lie. Anyway, continuing. The alternate slate of electors, let's just call them frauds, that's what they were, fraudulent, both in Georgia and elsewhere, would later become a linchpin of Trump's effort to overturn the election. One of those fake electors, electors, Kathy Latham, was also involved in a separate incident in which Trump allies obtained unauthorized access to Dominion voting equipment on September or on uh, January 7th, 2021. Latham helped a firm hired by the Trump campaign get access to voting equipment in Coffee County, a rural county 20 miles southeast of Atlanta. The data was uploaded to a password-protected site where other election deniers could download it as they sought to prove baseless allegations that Dominion voting machines had been rigged and cost Trump the election. Why is this taking place in Fulton County? The article continues. Nearly all of the key events connected to Trump's effort to overturn Georgia's election results took place in Atlanta the state capital, which is Fulton County. Raffensperger was in Atlanta when he received the phone call from Trump urging him to overturn the election. Trump and Giuliani targeted election workers in Atlanta and the fake electors convened at the state capital in the city in December. Finally, what is the RICO Act? The RICO Act is um, 
It says Georgia's racketeering influenced and corrupt organization act essentially allows prosecutors to link together different crimes committed by different people and bring criminal charges against a larger criminal enterprise. This law or the law requires prosecutors to show the existence of a criminal enterprise that has committed at least two underlying crimes. So again, this is Trump's charges in the state of Georgia and Fulton County. So Trump was not charged with simply lying or his speech, but the actions he took behind the, the that speech and the fact that he knew he lost the election. Even people in his administration who were, you know, at the time said to the January 6th committee that he in fact knew he lost, but he just kept this, this going on and on. And it's really partly torn part of the country apart because you have these people who honestly believe that he won the election, that it was stolen from him. Why? Because of facts? No. Because Trump says it. Because Fox News had previously said it before they were sued and lost, or at least they settled. Um, So it's clear that a lot of people who believe the election was stolen don't want to believe in facts. If they would take a look at the indictment, if they would take a look at um, explanations of the charges, they might have a better understanding of what the charges are about and why he was charged in the first place. Thank you.